wonderful friends, welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to the big Q&A. And this is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible. And where we look at world religious trends in the light of prophecy. But also today we are going to look in the Bible and uh, to find out if the Bible talks about health and nutrition. I am Nikrita, the South Australian uh, uh, coordinator for Faith FM Radio. And if you like to make a comment or uh, have a question, answer, you can text me on 0401-305077 or email info at faithfm.com.au. Alternatively, you can visit our website and find more information about this program on uh, www.faithfm.com.au. Our theme for today is a new start. And um, we have uh, a good question to answer uh, today, uh, but I would like to introduce also my um, co-host today, Helen Gray. Helen, it's so good to have you back with us. Thank you, Nick. Lovely to be here. We were um, dealing with some programs about the Bible and uh, uh, Daniel and prophecy, but today we are going to look back into the book of Daniel hmm. to find something else. Now, I would like to mention now that Helen is also um, a community health presenter. We know that Helen is uh, involved in ministry and uh, she did a wonderful job during the month with the Secrets of Prophecy on our programs, but we are going to tackle today and for this week um, a program we called it New Start. And as I mentioned a bit earlier, um, Helen, uh, my question today is that if the book of Daniel, which we looked at recently, is for the time of the end, then why is there a story about diet? In the very first uh, chapter, do we learn something from the first dietary experiment, which is recorded uh, in this book, in Daniel, and apply in our life? And would we find the secret to a more successful life today in a more holistic fashion? And would this help us to live through the time of the end? Helen, more than one question, but what can you tell us about that? Well, we're going to investigate Daniel to start with because there was a dietary experiment that was recorded. I think we can learn an awful lot from that. Um, and we're going to then go on and discuss nutrition tonight because that's the first letter of New Start. It starts with the letter N. Mm-hmm. So tonight we're going to deal with New Start, um, nutrition, and tomorrow night the next letter is exercise, E, and uh, W for water. So tomorrow night, hang in there. We're going to talk about exercise, everybody's favourite subject, I don't think, and water. So we've got a few um, interesting facts to share with you that. But before we go into Daniel, I would actually like to recommend this book that we've been talking about throughout um, the last couple of weeks. And it's called Live More Happy 
by Dr. Darren Morton. A lot of what Darren says is covered, um, you know, we actually believe in. And uh, I was just picking up his book again to have a look. And at one stage he says, eat nutritiously. In case you haven't noticed, zebras eat nothing but high fiber foods. And it's called grass. Mm. But he's not recommending that we eat grass. But there is evidence that eating a diet rich in plant foods help with managing stress. But unfortunately, these are often not the kind of foods that people reach out when they're stressed. We often, you know, you hear people say, oh, it's just comfort food. But when was the last time, Nick, that you ever heard anyone say, I'm so stressed that I could eat an entire head of broccoli? Wow, that's, uh, <laughs> you're right, it's quite a long time ago, particularly myself coming from, um, you know, uh, farming background with uh, raising up sheep. Mm. We almost ate a herd of <laughs> other things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we, we actually do, though, seriously, we turn to comfort foods like desserts, but whole plant foods are certainly better. So we perhaps need to follow the zebra's lead. Not so much just eating the grass, but eating plant foods. So I just like to recommend this book. If you would like to have a copy of it free, we are more than happy to uh, send it out. If you like to ring in, can you give us some details where they can? Yes, Helen. Um, you can ring uh, us or send us uh, an SMS on zero four zero one three zero five zero seven seven. And by the way, for those of you who can SMS for the first ten of you, we'll organize to have the book delivered to your place. Just keep in mind again to send us an SMS on zero four zero one three zero five zero seven seven. Thank you, Nick. We've had a lot of people really loving that book, and I'm sure our listeners tonight certainly will too. Mm, definitely. Okay. All right, Helen, let's uh, look in that book of Daniel, yes. as we um, okay. mentioned it. And uh, would you be able to take us through the that first diet? Yes, let's have a look at it. But before we do, um, Nick, it is always my practice to pray before we open Scripture. Uh, I think this... I don't want this to be my interpretation. And uh, so let's have a quick word of prayer on air, shall we? Loving Heavenly Father, we are so grateful that we can share, we can open the Bible, and we can learn some of the truths that you've put in there for us. Help us to see the examples that are there for us that will improve our life as well. Father, just be with every listener. Take care of them as they're driving home or wherever they are. I pray in the loving name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Okay, so Daniel, well, he lived more and he was happy, so he must have known Darren Morton, I think. Okay, we're going to open to Daniel chapter 1, verse 1. And it says here, um, During the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, came Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, into Jerusalem and besieged it. Now, I think we've heard of Nebuchadnezzar mm-hmm. in the last couple of weeks. What do we know about this king, Nick? Well, definitely, he was a very famous uh, king back in those days. One of the uh, amazing empire called Babylon. Mm. Um, I mean, pretty much everyone will know about those uh, wonderful gardens in mm. Babylon, the hanging gardens of Babylon. But he was also a, a very tough and a warrior. You know, he will not go around uh, uh, other places or countries mm. uh, just... Um, Easily dealing with them, but he will conquer and defeat uh, all those places. He was a very strong ruler. Mm, He was feared throughout the whole world, wasn't he? Yes. Well, because of this, um, Daniel was taken 
from his homeland as well a lot of other people and I'm just skipping ahead here because you know I want to cover a fair bit tonight but Daniel 1 3 and 4 it says that the king ordered Asphanas, which was his chief of staff, to bring to the palace some of the young men of Judah's royal family and other noble, noble families who had been brought to Babylon as captives. But he was also told that he had to select only strong, healthy and good-looking young men. I thought that was interesting. And the reason for that, he wanted to... Um, Know that they were skilled in wisdom, they were cunning in knowledge and understanding science, and such as had ability to stand in the king's palace. He was very particular, mm-hmm. and whom they might teach the learning of the tongue of the Chaldeans. Daniel one five. Do you have that there at all, uh, Nick, or am I sort of jumping? I can still keep going. I'm going from a different version anyway. Daniel one five. I'm in the new. Living Translation, it said the king assigned them a daily ration of food and wine from his own kitchens and they were to be trained for three years and they would enter the royal service. So here we are. What What is the king appointing them? Mm. He's appointed them the king's meat and uh, the wine and he thought that was a good nourishment. In fact, I think Nebuchadnezzar probably thought he was very generous and wanted to share the royal food. I mean, to, to eat at the king's table, that yes. was something. It was not yes. just a normal thing. And these guys may thought to themselves how privileged, yeah. uh, privileged are we to eat at the king's table. Yes, but we're, we're learning here that will be different. Yeah, it's interesting. Talking about the king's table, and I was reading, I didn't bring it in, but I was reading somewhere through the week of a man who was 102 years old, and it was quite a number of years ago, and the king was so impressed with this man that he invited him to a meal. Mm-hmm. The man wasn't used to the rich food, and he died that night, and the king felt so, so sorry that he, he actually had him buried in a state funeral and uh, in the palace where he was going to be buried, he had this man buried, mm. which showed you how drastic some of the things that we put in our body can affect us, which I thought was interesting. Let's get back Absolutely. to Daniel. But uh, yeah, 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 go sorry. ahead, go ahead, sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me have a look here. What was the sort of food that they had? I mean, obviously, they will uh, present at the table all sorts of food. I mean, we didn't, uh, we don't know exactly what was uh, there, but was the best the king yeah. can offer. Yeah. And I, I just can imagine, you know, that what sort of uh, food would be there, you know, all sorts of steaks and uh, uh, royal jelly, you know, <laughs> and brain uh, um, food uh, to make them to to think and to be prepared, um, you know, uh, in the way that the king will one day them to use for yes. you know to equip to yes. train in his uh, so culture he, he really thought he was giving them all the best advantages didn't he mm. but you know they had our other ideas there were four young hebrews and their integrity was to stay intact okay but uh, uh, just here uh, helen yeah. because uh, we you know um, we dealt with that passage in the bible probably we mm. need to uh, maybe look a little bit more in details uh, mm. when we open the bible and i will suggest that to our listener mm. To open the Bible in, uh, in this chapter and read more um, about that story, but uh, these four young men, they had another idea. Mm-hmm. They came and asked, uh, and that was uh, unusual because to refuse the king's well, food that was an insult. You know, it was insult. But they were very happy mm-hmm. to eat a different food. And we are going about here to find a vegetarian diet there, right there in, in this uh, <laughs> chapter. Now, and the question is, is here. These people come 
from um, a Jewish background mm-hmm. uh, where they wouldn't eat certain food which was considered unclean, mm-hmm. which probably at the table was, you know, that sort of food. Mm-hmm. And do you reckon was, were they legalistic in this approach, thinking, ah, oh, we better all ask only for the vegetables because then we'll excuse ourselves not to eat the unclean foods? Yes. Were, were they only legalistic, Helen? Or I, look, what do you I, think? No, I don't believe so, Nick. I don't believe so. They knew there was no salvation by tofu. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw that one in. Um, you know, they knew their salvation was from God only, but they were kind and gentle and tolerant people. But they weren't the food police. They weren't there to judge anybody. And I think there's a good example for us. It's so easy to get go on this tangent, you know, oh, this is better and look what mm. it's done for me. You have to do this and what have you. No, it's got to be a choice. People have to have a choice. They knew that their core values came from above and they had been taught very, very well. But let's have a look at, at how this came about. Daniel 1 verse 8. Love this verse. And it says here, that Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not devile himself with a portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank. Wow. I think we need to just hit the pause button for a, a moment here, Nick. We notice that Daniel purposed in his heart. What does that mean, purpose in his heart? He was determined, mm. wasn't he? He was not, take, not taking it easy, you know. Yeah. He... He planned for it mm-hmm. when, particularly when he was exposed yes. to this situation. Mm. And, uh, Do you think the temptation was there? Absolutely, I believe mm. so. I mean, yes, <laughs> we are humans, and even myself yeah. to be, to be, I'm a vegetarian, you know. But <laughs> when I go out, and I still those bad old habits can come. Yes. Come up, you yeah. know, yeah. and even when you pass by a restaurant and, you know, sometimes you can just go there and have that smell. <laughs> <laughs> We've all done that. But, you know, it really is easier to keep temptation at a distance mm. than to resist it when it's near. You know, you just think, oh, maybe a little bit won't hurt me. But they requested of the prince of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. So he said, I beseech thee ten days and let them give us pulse to eat and water to drink. So he consented to them in this matter and proved them ten days. Pulse to eat. That's interesting, ten days. And pulse to eat. Okay. Is that something significant there also? Well, people would wonder what's pulse, wouldn't they? Do you know what pulse is? Explain a bit, Helen. Okay. Um, I suppose the question is, whatever did they eat? Daniel's request was for simple foods. He requested, if you like, a group experiment for 10 days, living on a diet of veggies, Mm. legumes, Mm -hmm. which is pulse, and water. Hmm. Could you do that for 10 days? No, I won't ask that one. Daniel and his three friends would be a core group, and it adds is four versus a thousand. Then he could check them out in 10 days, and if they were paler, they could come back to the table. It was a pilot study. Interesting, it's in the Bible. So did we have any results? Do you think that Daniel's diet was a blessing or a burden? Oh, absolutely, it was a blessing. Mm. Absolutely. And we, How do you know? Um, I mean, the, the book... Uh, if we read further, we'll see that after 10 days, they look much better than the other people who ate at the table, at the uh, king's table. Absolutely. In fact, Daniel one twenty says 10 times better than all the magicians and astrologers that were in all his realm. That was after the three years. That's just incredible. Mm-hmm. He kind of topped the school on that one. 
But today, we don't. I don't believe we actually have a cri- health crisis in this country. I believe, Nick, that we have a lifestyle crisis here. Mm. The first sign of a heart attack for forty percent of people is often sudden death. We now have the knowledge of health prevention and lifestyle choices. I remember seeing a video of a Dr. Michael Clapper, and he could never say, he kept saying there is no correlation between the mind, the body, you know, what we eat. No, they're all separate and what have you. And that was the thinking when he was starting off. And he was a doctor until one day he had a patient came in and uh, the phlebotomist to take the bloods had already gone home. So he took it himself and he put the test tube on the rack and he left it there and he went back to the guy. And after a short time, he went back and he picked up this test tube and he was horrified Mm. because there was a distinction, a distinct separation of the blood and the thick yellow, greasy, sticky stuff. And he looked at that and he went to the patient. He said, did you eat before you came here? And if so, what? And the gentleman said, oh, yeah, I stopped and got burger with cheese and a milkshake. And that was an eye-opener for this doctor because he went on to do further studies and he realized there was a correlation as to what we put in our system. Mm, And from that on, he helped many, many people to make lifestyle changes. And and to understand uh, this principle of uh, living uh, healthier. Now, very interesting here, Helen, Mm. because when you look at this, um, people may ask, uh, what? What's all about this, you know, Mm. talking about Daniel and his uh, diet and Mm. uh, um, if I look back only 30 or 40 years back in my own experience, you know that in my country where I come from, we didn't even know what what that means to Mm. be vegetarian. Mm. That's right. I, I haven't heard about that. And. People were, you know, like kind of uh, laughing at you. You know, when you mention yes. about that, uh, well, are you uh, like a, eating like a cow or like uh, whatever, you know? But when I started to read the Bible and to understand from the Bible the principles which God established right at the beginning, yeah. and I could also understand when I joined a church, you know, that these people knew about that sort of thing Mm -hmm. from way back Mm -hmm. when science didn't even mention much of uh, the benefits and results of uh, having a vegetarian diet. Look at the difference today. Absolutely. You go into the supermarkets and there's a lot more vegetarian, vegan food. Choice. But what I was going to say, you know, Mm. in the church I joined at that time, people were starting kind of making fun, saying, oh, you joined that church, you know, those vegetarians. Yeah. Because the only, you know, then I start to find out that the word vegetarianism exists, you know, and some people are practicing that. And uh, not to mention this, probably during this uh, week, we may get to that to. Um, one couple of, uh, I mean, a few days ago, we mentioned about the blue zone. Yes, we're and, going uh, to talk about that. And th- th- uh, those people who really mm. live happily and uh, the experiments which yes. were done in that amazing. area are amazing, amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. absolutely but I just amazing. thought, yeah, very interesting yes. to see how important it is for us to look back yes. into the Bible yes. and to find out some of those principles right there in mm-hmm. the Bible mm-hmm. when. Science yes. now is confirming so much Absolutely. of that. Absolutely. Mm. You know, and one thing we are finding out, that clogged arteries going to the heart equals a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Clogged arteries going to the brain equals a stroke. And if the hardware is not working, then the message can't be received. Yeah, yeah. So what yeah. you said. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's time uh, we, <laughs> we will... Um, uh, 
are going to to have a new start absolutely in, in our life you know absolutely. right today new start and and by the way helen this week we are going to look at an acronym which yep. you mentioned a bit earlier it start with few letters that called new start and the first one is nutrition now i believe you have to share with us something on this aspect of yes. nutrition. As I mentioned a bit uh, earlier, Helen is um, a community health uh, educator also, and she loves to share um, the benefits of living a mm. healthy mm. lifestyle with us all. And Helen, please just share Excellent. with us a bit more about nutrition today. Okay. Let me mention for a start that I was brought up on meat. I was a meat eater. I loved my meat. I loved the taste of it, you know. And I remember that when I... F- got married my husband was already an, a vegetarian and we went over on the princess of tasmania for our honeymoon to tassie and i'm sitting there having my big t-bone steak and he's watching me and he said i hope you're enjoying that i said yes i am he said well that'll be the last steak you're going to have and i went whoa whoa whoa, whoa just married this guy um i actually ended up going cold turkey mm. because we were camping and he'd brought along a tin opener and several funny looking that said nut meat or nuttoline and I thought what is this well after the third day I was in withdrawal and I started throwing the tins at him so he couldn't even get into the tent and he said you're in withdrawal and I said yeah but I've got to tell you something I have noticed such a huge huge difference in my health and I just love cooking vegetarian it's so very versatile and it can be as tasty as anything but let me just tell you new start Tonight we're discovering why what you eat is a foundation of better health and how healthy eating can be a lot more fun than you thought. Tomorrow night we're going to discuss exercise and everyone knows that they need exercise but you won't believe how far even a little exercise will go in keeping you fit. Water. Love talking about water. Millions are chronically dehydrated today. They're aging quicker and dying younger because of it. So listen in for that one. Get some facts about H2O. And then after that, we will go the next night on to sunlight. For years, the sun has endured a rather bad reputation. But I have to tell you, it's one of the keys ingredient for better health. Temperance. We add years to your life by learning to use the good things moderately and avoiding the bad things entirely. You may decide that, yes, you want to go plant-based, but you can still have a very unhealthy diet Mm -hmm. by having too many desserts, too many sweets, that sort of thing. Or perhaps, you know, you moved away from that and, and you're stressing out or maybe you're smoking or drinking or whatever. So we're going to have a little look at that one. Air. Air. Okay, the air you breathe and how well you breathe. It has a huge impact on how long you remain a living being. I will tell you a funny story about when I was uh, helping some people with that one. Rest. We need to consider that sleep is a crucial element in healing most people for a disease-ridden wake-up call. And the last one, trust in divine power. Nothing you've learned so far will make as much difference in your life as putting your faith in the one who made you. So this is an overview. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, um, it seems uh, it may be a quick overview uh, right now uh, of each of these topics uh, due to the 
due to the time constraints, uh, we are going to tackle tonight, as I said, nutrition and um, what does the word nutrition means. But just before we do that, uh, we are going to take a short uh, break right now. And I like this song um, called In the Garden. You know that God in the garden, he provided everything what was necessarily there for us all. And we lost that. But uh, let's um, remind ourselves with a song by... Daniel uh, Martin Moore in the garden. Well, I come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses. The voice I hear. Falling on my ear, the Son of God discloses And He walks with me, and He talks with me And He tells me I am His own And the joy that we share as we tarry there Nobody else has ever known He speaks and the sound of His voice All the birds hush their singing The melody that he gave to me is in my heart Just a ring a ring a ring a ring a ring And he walks with me And he talks with me And he tells me I am his own And the joy that we share As we tarry there Nobody else has ever known And he walks with me And he talks with me And he tells me I am his own And the joy that we share As we tarry there None other has ever Welcome back. It's lovely to be here with you this evening. And I just want to again promote this wonderful, it's only a little book, by the way. It's called Live More Happy by Dr. Darren Morton. It has 11 chapters, and the best thing about them, they're not big chapters. So I think you'll enjoy reading, and, and it just covers so, so many things. I won't go through each chapter, but it does deal a fair bit on stress, which I think is very important also. I was reading when the part about eat nutritiously, and in the 1970s, Dr. Um, Morton says, the land, the Lard Information Council proudly issued advertisements espousing the virtues of lard for well-being and happiness. And And in case you're wondering, lard is processed pig fat. 
It is comical today to read the assertions made on advertising posters. In bold print over a happy young family walking hand in hand on the beach with the words, they're happy because they eat lard. <laughs> Plastered above a photo of a sporty girl jogging effortless through a field. Another caption read, lard helps me to live life to the full. Well, these are marketing employees, but I can assure you it might come as a shock for you to learn that they are unfounded. Lard doesn't give you a lift. But anyway, that's just a little bit of Darren's book. And that book, if you'll um, message us uh, right away now uh, on 0401-305-077, we'll make sure that you'll have that book delivered to your place. Again, the phone number is 0401-305-077. Thank you, Nick. I'd like to address what we were talking about before. We're talking about nutrition tonight. And, you know, we really are what we eat. The human body is an amazing piece of machinery. You feed it properly, you exercise it, you allow times for relaxation and rest, and it is likely to go well. But if you forget to refuel it, chances are it will let you down. So if you're healthy, you'll be able to achieve better results for your efforts. And that's why healthy eating lifestyle is important. Food provides the building blocks for our bodies. Healthy food choices mean healthy bodies. Food is linked with our emotional growth and development. If the body is pure is poorly nourished, you are more likely to become tired and cranky. Have you been tired and cranky lately? Oh yes, uh, sometime. Uh, <laughs> and probably now you reminded me now that probably I I was eating something which I was I was supposed not oh, to eat. Maybe who knows? I have yeah. to watch that yeah, actually. Confession, good for the soul. <laughs> All right, my recommendation tonight is to get into good food now. Life is full and busy. It's easy to skip meals, eating too much junk food, but it will all affect your body's health now and later. And I had a a poster made up that said, every bite we take is either fighting disease or feeding it. Mm, That's a good one. Now, there is an experienced, advanced, accredited practicing dietitian and an advanced nutritionist director of Nutrition and Wellbeing Clinic, Sue Rad. Uh, she now has put out an acclaimed book called Food as Medicine. And she says, good nutrition and your best health starts in your kitchen. Scientific evidence shows that you can add 10 good years to your life by regular physical activity. Hey, do you want to add 10 years to your life? Mm. I mean, a particularly quality. Quality also, yeah. because to to live healthy, it's, it's important. Yeah. Not just to add uh, another extra 10 years, but that's what I learned um, about the, those people living in, uh, in the Blue Zone yes. area. Yeah. Because they have quality yeah. life. Well, I've got to tell you, I'm old enough to want a few more good years. <laughs> okay, a plant-based diet, a handful of nuts most days, maintaining a healthy weight and not smoking. Your diet is the cornerstone of health improvement. Every meal you eat can make a difference. Effects are immediate inside your body and within your cells. And the sooner you start, the better. It is never too late to start receiving benefits. You can have a new start right today. But there are three main three main um, benefits or three main things that we need to consider in our meal planning. As I said before, you can have a plant-based diet and think you're doing all the right things. But unless you've got balance, moderation and variety, you may not have good health. Good health is a journey. It's a state of being and it's not a destination. But there's been many, many studies, Nick, regarding the benefits of a plant-based lifestyle versus meat eating, which if we had time would be such an eye-opener to many people. But, you know, you mentioned before about being a vegetarian. 
I like to say plant-based. But if we want to look at the word, there are such things. Have you ever heard of a a flexitarian? Not actually. (laughs) A lot of people haven't. Some call them flexi-vegetarians, but flexitarian. um, That's a diet that restricts red meat, poultry and fish to less often. Doesn't cut it out altogether, but to less often than once per week. But there's no limits on eggs or dairy. So mm-hmm. that's a flexitarian. A pesco vegetarian isn't a pest. A pesco one is diets that are basically vegetarian nature, but fish and seafood once or more per month. Mm-hmm. But then you have a lacto ovo vegetarian. Diets in- exclude red meat, poultry, and fish altogether, but may incorporate variable amounts of eggs and or dairy. Mm -hmm. Now, I always thought I was a vegan. You know, vegan diets, 100% plant-based, meaning no meats, dairy or eggs. And I don't eat dairy or eggs and whatever. Oh, I must be a vegan, not a vegetarian. But then I discovered that vegans have other foods they won't touch either. Honey, materials like leather might also be avoided. And if the motivation for veganism is animal welfare rather than purely health. And I had to stop and think. And I thought, I'm actually not a vegan. Mm. I mean, I have a bit of honey now and again. I have leather shoes and what have you a strict vegan doesn't have that mm. so i've gone back to being a vegetarian <laughs> and uh, can you be a <laughs> vegan for other reasons you know oh, not necessarily yes, or just yes. on health yeah there mm. are environmental reasons mm-hmm. there is animal cruelty um in fact by going a vegetarian you're actually saving the earth um if you come to the farming side of it we won't talk about that tonight but yes yeah. certainly that is very true but but helen uh, can we all get all the nutrients we need from a diet without meat because this is a big thing a lot of people will say no you can't i mean you have to have uh, meat because certain things you cannot get it only if you you have meat now um i meant um about also to say about the iron people will talk about that uh, which they think that will be a lot in in meat um protein calcium zinc all those things can we really survive with the uh, with a um, vegan diet with no meat plant based Pla- plant based uh, mm-hmm. diet well i personally think yes i often get asked these questions in fact i was talking to a diabetic um an educator one day and she was saying oh yes but you don't have this and you don't have that and I sat down with her and uh, I guess my first question I would ask people is what is the strongest animal on the planet mm-hmm. good one what would you think oh well um, I'm, I'm thinking depends oh, a lion it's a very it's known as the king of the jungle not the strongest not the strongest uh, but you may think uh, the elephant then well oh. yeah Some people think the elephant, and I won't argue that one because I think the jury's out a bit. But the horse has been termed as one of the the strongest animals. Right now, guess what the horse or the elephant eat? What do they eat? I mean, you know what? Asking that question, Helen, you know that I used to break wild horses back when I was young? And I used to work a lot with horses, and I should have known that, that the horse can be the strongest animal because they are really strong. They are very, very strong. I have great experiences with them. But when they were doing the best job was when we fed them with lots of... um, uh, How you call that one you have in the breakfast in the morning? The um, The bran. Wheat. Yeah, the, no, no, no. The, um, how do you call a uh, flex? No. Oh. 
Ah, oh, you see, slipped out of my uh, tongue now. Are you now. thinking of flaxseed? No, no, no flaxseed, no. What are you thinking um, of? What do you have in the morning, that that um, cereal? Cereal. cereal. <laughs> yeah, but it's... Oh, anyway, uh, it will come yes. to me. It will come to me in yes. a second. But uh, do they eat meat? No, definitely not. No. No, and they survive and they're strong. In fact, a lot of our athletes today are really seeing into that and realizing the benefit of a plant-based diet. Oats. Oats. I knew that. <laughs> you know, that's what I remember now. And you know what? We fed them with different things, you know, but when yes. we gave them oats, yes. oh, man, you cannot stop them. They yes. were in fire. Oh, wow. <clears throat> well, there's the animals. We can learn from them. The case for vegetarianism, though, Australia is actually facing a chronic disease crisis. Diets high in refined carbohydrates, red and processed meat, salt and sugary drinks. Sorry, but they contribute to the burden of disease. Mm. Diets high in fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, legumes, they reduce the risk of chronic disease. Plant foods have more, listen to this, they have more than 1 million bioactive phytonutrients that protect us from disease. That's an awful lot. Wow. And that's fantastic. Phytonutrients is what we need. Vegetarian diets are lower in saturated fat, cholesterol, animal protein, and heme iron. And vegetarian diets contain more low GI carbohydrates, fiber, antioxidants, folate, and plant steroids. So <clears throat> with all that, just very quickly, the health benefits of vegetarian diet, there is less cancer. These are studies that have been done. These are not my words. Less heart disease, less cholesterol, less, os- less osteoporosis, less diabetes, less hypertension, less stroke and longevity. But you mentioned iron before. That was the first one I think you might have mentioned, Nick. That's true, yeah. And people will, will be strong on that because they say, yeah. oh, you can't find iron uh, in vegetables. And you can, actually. Yes. But yeah. Well, let me tell you that vegetarian diets contain as much or more iron than mixed diets. The recommended daily intake for vegetarians is 80% higher. And iron deficiency, though, is not more common in vegetarians. When I went in to do my study, I, th- I had this thrown at me time and time again, and I thought, that's interesting. Absorption of iron is regulated by how much we need, and absorption is enhanced with vitamin C-rich foods in the same meal. There are some substances that will block absorption, like your caffeine and tannins. Let me just tell you, I have a problem with iron, that I don't absorb iron. Mm. And, um, yeah, all your iron tablets and supplements, they kind of constipate you a bit. And I had a friend say to me, how much vitamin C do you have? I said, oh, I have fruit. I love fruit. And his recommendation as a naturopath, he said, go and get pure, as pure as you can, grape juice. Not alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And um, here's a plug for Petriti because I found that's purest, but it's also very sweet, so I water it down. And he said it's got the iron in it plus the combination of vitamin C. Do you know what, Nick? When I started taking a glass of that, just a glass a day, the doctor was surprised that my, my iron level started coming up. And yet I'd had operations and all sorts of tests, and they couldn't move it. So, yes, definitely you need the vitamin C with it. Now, what, what are the best? sources we can get as a plant-based diet whole grain bread cereals nuts seeds dried fruits legumes soybeans broccoli tofu and red grape juice i would recommend that Mm. now another one that people say lack of is zinc but vegetarian diets have been proven through studies they can meet 
the zinc requirements. The recommendally uh, intake for vegetarians, vegetarians are actually 50% higher. Zinc absorbent also dependent on needs. And the best sources, nuts, seeds, wheat germ, legumes again, soybeans, tofu, whole grains. Mm. A lot of the similarities on these food have the vitamins and minerals that we need. Vitamin B12, we often hear, oh, you don't have enough of vitamin B12, and people make a big deal of it. You actually don't need a lot of it. I'm interested in this because I've got a friend back home in Romania who's doing a study right on this one on uh, B12 and mentioning that I, I just want to see what you're going to share with us because he shared with me that you don't need uh, that much and mm-hmm. he was giving an example for a cow in the gut how much of uh, um, that vitamin uh, D can be there not used yeah. you know and it's just uh, uh, eliminated you know yeah. uh, are you talking vitamin D or vitamin B I think it was uh, vitamin B, yeah, sorry. That's, yeah, yeah, vitamin B. Vitamin D is from the sun. Yeah, yeah, vitamin B12. Yeah, you don't need as much. People, big hoo-ha about that. And, you know, it is true that vegans, especially if, you know, pregnant women breastfeeding vegans, they must supplement with a small dose of tablets or include fortified soy foods. I personally prefer to add the fortified foods and I look at that and I think, okay, you can have soya milk plus small yogurt or a teaspoon of marmite. I don't like Marmite, though, I have to confess. I use it in cooking. Vitamin B12 fortified soy products, we can get a lot of that today. You, if you're into dairy, dairy products, eggs, you know, they're a good source of vitamin mm-hmm. B12. But remember, you don't need a whole lot of it, but neither do you want to be without it. Okay. Omega-3 fatty acids I get asked about, and fish is the co- most common source. Somebody said to me, well, what can we actually eat on a plant-based diet? I said, well, if you want, you can use uh, olive uh, oil, flaxseed, linseed, green green leafy vegetables, walnuts, absolutely identi- uh, actually ideal, and again, soya products. There are things that we can actually use that are all plant-based. We don't need the meat. Mm. So I guess a question could be, is there a case for going vegetarian? Well, we need to nurture our brain and our body. Nutrition and lifestyle have a powerful effect on brain function, mood, memory and learning. It's all interlinked, Nick, all interlinked. We're only just beginning to understand now how the brain as an organ is influenced by the nutrients. It derives from the foods that we choose to eat regularly. Amazing, it affects every part of our body. So we need to eat plenty of whole grains. We need to have plenty of fresh fruits and vegetables, nuts, beans, long-term mood and brain-boosting effect that no snack food can actually rival. That's something we need to take attention. But it's not just nutrition. In addition, daily exercise, especially in the sunshine and fresh air, it all has a calming, stress-lowering effect on our bodies. And really, that's powerful, more powerful than antidepressants in improving mood. And getting plenty of rest is vital. But let me just also talk very quickly. Some people asked me the other day, what about acid and alkaline foods? Should we be concerned? Now, yes, we can go into all that. There's a fair bit on that. But generally, alkaline-forming foods include most fruits, green vegetables, peas, beans, lentils, spices, herbs and seasoning, and seeds and nuts. It's interesting, you know, if we need to restore our health, the diet should consist of about 80% alkaline forming foods and about 20% acid forming foods. It is very interesting that if you have too big an acid um, system, you could well form tumors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll tell you what's the biggest part of that is sugar. I'm sorry, sugar. 
Sugar is the most worst thing that you can think. Sugar in meat. And I heard about that. You know uh, the. Cancerous cells, you know, yeah. that's what they feed on. And they love uh, an acid environment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. And, but you know, we, while you are talking about these things, um, Helen, I just want to throw a question here. Uh, what do you reckon? Are they generally people when they uh, choose a certain, uh, you know, lifestyle or even a diet mm. just because of the cultural um, background mm-hmm. uh, and not having all the facts, you know, all, all the studies uh, done, because mm. when you talk about your health, I think it's worth it to be well informed. Oh, absolutely. You know, That's why I'm an education presenter. Mm. That's why I do what I do, because I don't think it's people deliberately want to mess up their bodies. I think it's mainly that, pe- that people, a lot of them don't understand. They don't know. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that tomorrow when I talk about the water side of how one lady found such a difference. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. Because, yeah, I, yeah, I, I thought to, to ask you that question. All right. That's great, uh, Helen. And, um, yeah, there are Particularly, you mentioned about the sugar here. Can you just go a little bit more on, the, on this uh, with the sugar? Because I believe mm. a lot of people have a sweet tooth. Yes. Look, I love it when I do a, a personal interview with people, you know, a group or one-on-one. I actually get them to get a bowl and we go through what they had for the day and we'll mm-hmm. put a teaspoon, you know, how many teaspoons. When Most people are shocked and horrified. How much sugar do we eat? Studies have shown that the sugar intake for the average Australian, you ready for this? 46 kilograms per person per year. Wow. Can that's you quite a imagine bit. that lined up? 46 kilograms? It works out on an average of 35 teaspoons per day. I mean, that would be a struggle if somebody will put a bag of uh, that sugar on your back. Absolutely. You know, uh, it will be hard for you to yeah, carry. And eh? it's hard for our heart, it's hard <laughs> for every part of us. How much sugar should we have? Well, moderate intake says 14 teaspoons. The ideal intake, less than 10 teaspoons. And let me tell you, if you have a glass of, um, I won't name a brand, but if you have a glass of, you know, soda drink or pop drink, Mm -hmm. there's usually about 10 teaspoons in, in, uh, not a glass, 10 teaspoons in a can. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of sugar. And what are the disadvantages of a high sugar intake? Well, let me tell you, it robs the body of the B vitamins. They're our nerve vitamins. Listener, if you're listening to this closely, just think about this because if you're feeling you're getting cranky and not and getting stressed out, have a look at your sugar intake. Mm. It may be other things. It also replaces more nutritious food. It keeps bad company, and that bad company, by the way, is fat. And when you talk to about diabetes, it's not just the sugar, it's also the fat we have to watch. It contributes to tooth decay from the inside and the outside. We need to be very careful not to take anything into our body that will harm it. Take in moderation the good things. And that rules out all stimulants, saturated fats, which include margarine, by the way, mm. all refined foods and animal products. These all weaken the system and break down the fortifications that nature has set us to guard us against disease and premature decay. Let me tell you, you have got the most magnificent body that has been created. 
Absolutely. It's a magnificent machine and getting the best from your body will mean different things to different people. It will mean extra energy. It'll mean vitality. It'll mean ability to concentrate, looking your very best. Nick, I think we time for a music break. Yeah, I'm, I'm just uh, yeah. about to, to play another song because you yeah. mentioned something um, here, how uh, wonderfully God made ourselves. Fearfully and wonderfully And, and I would like to play a song right now. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Thank you, Lord, yes. for um, what you have done for us. Stay yes. with us here. You are listening to Faith FM, uh, Drive Time, big Q&A. Welcome back. Uh, this is uh, Faith FM Drive Time with Nick Rita and uh, Helen Gray talking today about nutrition. And the uh, whole week we are going to um, discover a little bit more about a new start program. And uh, that was a beautiful song, actually. Mm, and yeah, we should uh, thank you our Lord for the way he mm. made us and maintain everything in our life. But Helen, just in the next um, couple of minutes, I mean, a few minutes uh, have uh, left over. First of all, I would like you to just talk ab- again about that book, which we are uh, advertising today uh, for all our listeners. What's the book called? 
What's you the give book it, called? You give it to us. You tell me. What's the book called? Living More Happy. <laughs> and he even said it with a smile on his face, listener. <laughs> yes, that's right. I mentioned Sue Rad earlier on when I quoted from her book. And she actually has got a quote on the back of this. She said, you want to ramp up how much you get out of life? This engaging book can lift your mood and save your life. Based on the latest scientific evidence and practical tips are desperately needed by all those trying to discover purpose and find happiness in this modern world. I agree with that. This is a book and a half. It's a journey toward living more, feeling better and finding happiness. And I certainly would recommend this to any listener. How can they get it? And everyone, uh, if you like to get that book in your hands, Please, right now, send an SMS to 0401-305-077. Again, the number is 0401-305-077. Also, if you like to know more about this topic, which we discussed today, um, don't hesitate to contact us on this number and also the other platforms which we provide you with. If you, you can write an email to info at uh, faithfm.com.au or visit our website uh, faithfm.com.au Thank you, Nick. Um, I'd just like to go back to this sugar for a moment, if I may. There are different names for sugar. Don't be fooled. Um, I would have put a chart up, but of course you can't see it on the radio. But we need to be very careful as to what we're eating. If you want to substitute sugar, also be very careful because some of them are quite a lot of chemical in it. If I was wanting to put sugar in, instead, not sugar, but I want to substitute, I would probably put in stevia. It's a plant-based um, mm-hmm. natural product. Very sweet. I've seen the plant. And... Um, Either that or you can use dates as a sweetener. Be careful because, you know, they're uh, fairly high in their sugar content. So we need to be careful, especially if you're diabetic. But I want to just, can I recap or did you want to say something? Oh, no, no, you can. uh, Let's take a few points home from this program today. All right. Well, firstly, before I do, let me just tell you a funny incident that happened when I was doing a lecture on sugar. If I have got enough time, that would be great. Um, I had a minister who was attending one of um, our programs and I did happen to do this sugar sweet and sour and I got him to come out the front and we got the bowl and we got the teaspoon and we went through the whole day's um, menu. I put a menu up and I and how many teaspoons. So he just kept on putting the teaspoons into this bowl. By the time he'd finished, there was a good half of the bowl was, was full mm-hmm. and he just stood there and looked at it. And I didn't realize the impact, how much it had on him. Because when he went home, he shared it with his children. And his children went to school the next day and it was somebody's birthday. Of course, they have a birthday cake. And his youngest son, youngest son, the daughter, yeah, she was the older one and she was loving this cake. And they went to give this child this cake and he said, no, thank you. And they looked at him strange. You know, he's a little tiger, you know. Why don't you want any cake? He said, too much sugar. Mm. And he got that from his dad talk. But the funny part was I was meeting with the minister the next day and he he got there early and he went into the supermarket thinking, what can I have for lunch? And he looked around. He went to pick up, um, I think it was a yogurt 
fruit yogurt and he looked at it, he said, I can't have that, it's too much sugar. So he put it back and he picked he end he ended up he had a dry bun and a glass of water. I said, No, you don't have to go to that extreme but I thought that was really, really funny. Let me just wrap up. What have we learnt today? Well, we've had a look at the the, the Bible. Daniel has given us a very good example and the results were absolutely fantastic. We've looked at the acronym New Start and we're going to work through that this week. We also have discovered that we are what we eat and every bite we take is either fighting disease or feeding it. We've looked at the case of vegetarianism. We've looked at some of the vitamins and minerals, especially the iron and the zinc, vitamin B12, fatty acids. And we've looked a little bit about the brain, how Mm. it actually helps us. We've looked at sugar. And, you know, getting the best, as I said, from your body will mean different things to each one of you. You, you, some will get extra energy, some vitality, some ability to concentrate. Look your best. Mm. But get the good food habit. New start. Start today with your breakfast, your drinks, watch your weight, healthy eating away from home, and live more happy the new start way. That's a great way to end it up. Uh, Helen, thank you very much for sharing with us uh, today. It looks like our time is up for um, today, but uh, please uh, join up uh, with us again tomorrow because we are going to talk about exercise and health. Helena will be again back with us here to share a little bit more. May God richly bless you in everything what you do and take a stand right now for a change in your life. I will leave you with a song, Yes, He Is. Yes, he does. Oh, yes, he does. Did you know that God loves you? Yes, he does. Oh, yes, he does. He would give his life for you. He did. Oh, yes, he did.